Welcome to Mystical Mujeres Podcast. I'm the Mujer, one of your co-hosts. And I am Lunaria, your other co-host. Thank you for tuning in. Today we have a really great episode with some awesome advice on ancestral magic and just really great insight on what that is and how we can apply that to our daily lives and our daily magic. Yes, Cecilia Kerwin, uh, who identifies as a magician, a bruja, a witch, She kind of guides us through not only ancestral magic, but through a meditation that helps us get a deeper understanding of ourselves and where we come from. So we hope you enjoy it as much as we did. Okay, so now we are going to be playing a a clip of Cecilia sharing ancestral magic with us. Uh, There's a lot of juicy things we want to talk about afterwards. Yeah, so here it is. Thank you so much, Cecilia. Take it away. Hi, I'm Cecilia, and I wanted to share some thoughts with you guys about ancestral magic. So first off, what is ancestral magic? Essentially, it's creating a link with your ancestors as spirit guides, mentors, and ones who can activate their magical codes and abilities within you for you to gain clarity, peace of mind, abundance, love, deeper meaning, or whatever it is that you're actually seeking in your life. So essentially, that's what ancestral magic is in a nutshell. This is something that I haven't studied formally, but that I've worked with kind of intuitively. So this is just as a note there. This is my background. Um, So some ground rules for connecting to ancestors. It's really important to remember to only connect with positive ancestors who are aligned with you energetically. You can do this by setting an intention before you do ancestral magic work, just by placing a hand on your heart and just saying your intention aloud. Another ground rule that I would share with you guys is that reciprocity is very important. So when you're working with any energies magically, in this case, your ancestors, it's important to give something to them in exchange for what they do for you. So this could be prayers for them, because remember that time is fluid. This could be a timeline shift for them, and I'll, I'll try to get into that later if I have time. This could be a promise to uphold their values and prayers for the lineage. For for example, if your ancestors were indigenous um, in blood, they could ask you to do certain things to protect the earth or to protect the lineage on their behalf. Things like ceremonies for the cleansing of the oceans or donating to a group that supports reforesting deforested areas. So what are the two main ways that I connect with my ancestors through ancestral magic? Well, I would say that there's connecting to them via the earth, and then there's also connecting to them via DNA. And later on, I'm going to share a meditation about connecting with ancestors through DNA. So let's see. So, but before the meditation, um, Let's just discuss a little bit more about earth-based ancestral magic. So it involves either going to places where your ancestors lived and connecting to the earth there directly as a way to connect to them. But you can also do this in your home through meditation, connect like meditating on the place where your ancestors lived, meditating on what that ground, that soil was like, that terrain, those those villages or towns or cities or wherever they lived, meditating on that and kind of letting that activate within you memories and impressions of your ancestors that will be of service to you. So basically when you do this, you invite your ancestors to connect to you um, via the earth. And again, it's important to remember um, that it's in, that the reciprocity piece in terms of how you connect to the earth as well as how you connect to ancestors. Because the earth in these modern times is very much in crisis mode. There's so many things that need to change for the earth to be, to remain healthy or to become healthy again. And um, so it's important to be remembering of that or remembering of that and to do what you can to uphold that promise or that 
commitment to be of service. When you connect to the earth and, and to get, or, or in general, just connecting to ancestors, you can get insights, messages, um, visions. You can, um, you can really get a wide array of different, have a, have a wide array of different experiences that will connect you to the ancestral magic and that will activate this within you. And in the meditation that I'm going to share, this is something that we explore more deeply. So this is a simple earth-based example ritual. Sit or lay on the earth in a place where you have some privacy or where you feel you can do meditation. Close your eyes, breathe deeply and connect with your roots that you visualize going down from your body deep into the earth. Meditate or pray with her first, just kind of doing a symbiotic breathing and exchange of energies with the earth. This is when you can ask, what can I do to be of service to you, Mother Earth? What can I do? And once she gives, gives you an answer, try to try to be sincere. If you can do it, then then do it, you know, but it's important to come from a place of sincerity and being realistic in terms of what you can offer while being generous at the same time. So after you do that, you can, um, you can just ask her to give you visions about your ancestors and see what comes and just be really open. And again, it's always important to hold the prayer that you're connecting with positive ancestors and to hold the prayer that you're connecting with positive visions because the past history of the earth is very bloody and we don't want to bring up energies that we're not ready to face and that we're not able to hold. And so holding that intention is very important. So I'll talk some more about um, the DNA-based ancestral magic in the meditation. And when you do this meditation, it can be powerful for unveiling gifts within your psyche. It's also just a beautiful way to to kind of unlock latent abilities in your genetics that are um, that are that are wanting to come out and that can be of service to you and to the collective in these times. So that's another thought. And lastly, um, I'll, the meditation will follow, but um, at some point in the interview, <laughs> but. Um, for this segment, I just want to lastly say that remember that it's that time space is malleable. I spoke to that briefly before, and it's fluid. And the things that you do to influence your ancestors are very real for them, as well as for you, because of the way that time space works. And so you're going to create ripples in the time space fabric whenever you connect with your ancestors. And so try to really keep it very positive when you're connecting to them because these ripples do spread and they will affect you and they will affect your ancestors and they will affect your whole lineage in a powerful way depending on how often you do rituals how often you connect to your ancestors but just remember that it is real and so keep that in mind and try to keep things very positive very powerful very heart-centered and grounded so that's most of what I have to share. The last thing that I'll say is that when you're doing a timeline shift, I said I would speak to this a bit later. Basically what that is, is you're offering your ancestor a new reality to step into. And this is as simple as you believing that it's possible for this to happen and conveying that belief to them. So if you're in communication with an ancestor who had some violence happen in their life, then you could offer them the possibility to step into a new reality where that violence didn't occur. And I know this might seem like, how does that work? That doesn't make sense. But again, I'm going to go back to this statement that I made before that time space is malleable and fluid. And so on an archetypal and energetic level, when you do these things, when you offer a timeline shift, it really does create effects. So that's all I'll say. Thank you so much, Mystical Mujeres, and take care. 
Okay, great. So we just finished listening to Cecilia's recording about ancestral knowledge. How to connect with your ancestors, ancestral magic, the importance and how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, just very, very knowledgeable. Yes. Um, it's so beautiful being able to connect with your ancestors. You know, I feel like a lot of us living in the U.S., especially uh, being a Latina, myself, 1.5 generation. I say that because my dad was born in Mexico, but my mom was born in L.A. Um, there's been a disconnect, you know, yeah. definitely to my ancestors. Yeah. Even being just Mexican, there's a huge disconnect. I'm not sure who to turn to because a lot of my culture is colonized, right? It's just that's the history behind it. So it's tough when you only know a couple generations or a few generations back. Like, I have no long list or long history of family and I'm, I'm it's out there right I wouldn't exist otherwise but there's that disconnect that I want to learn about so finding new ways to learn about it is just amazing yeah exactly and you know I agree with you you know I was born in Guatemala came when I was two mm-hmm. so um I have that disconnect too and sometimes you know learning about Mayans um it's a little bit disheartening just because I didn't grow up with those traditions. I didn't grow up hearing those stories. I didn't even grow up speaking the dialect mm-hmm. that, you know, I don't even know what tribe maybe I, I came from and, and such. And I feel like, you know, although we are mixed, we're mestizos and I understand, you know, we were colonized and we have, you know, European blood and, you you know, you can also take that as part of like your culture, as part of your identity. But it's so sad sometimes to see these huge, huge civilizations that, like, you know, ruled parts of the world. And now their history, their magic, their traditions, their healing, uh, like everything that they did. It's just kind of so disconnected from people that are carrying their blood. Yeah, that part. That it's not celebrated like it Mm -hmm. is, like it used to be, you know. And sometimes it takes us to travel back to our countries um, to have to connect Mm -hmm. um and feel that connection with our ancestors but like i said it's so powerful Mm -hmm. uh because something that we had been talking about earlier is how you could be your own ancestors yes i love that i love that we could be our own ancestors like cecilia talks about you know time and space being fluid exactly um how we can kind of get into that state and later we're going to play her meditation that kind of helps you get into that state right of learning your ancestral dna of understanding where you come from at a deeper level than, you know, a blood test, right? Like yeah. we have ancestry.com now or whatever. Oh, yeah. It takes your blood test and it tells you where you're from, even though it's a little misguided. But um, it can only go so far in this lifetime. Exactly. We don't know your past lifetimes, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. and even your future ones, because like you said, it's fluid. Time is fluid and it's, you know, so we don't know. You could feel connected to a different part of the world. Mm-hmm. on the other side and you never understood why and it's probably because you have some kind of life there and that's in the chart too the star chart the birth oh, chart yeah i love it and the stars have you heard of a uh, astro cartography yes you can learn where to live and where yes. you would get the most success based on your birth chart yes there's literally like yeah, yeah exactly it's a whole like, math to it it's amazing so, so some i feel like people should should you know, should know this and do it a little bit more often like find yeah. out your astro map and see, sometimes I long for places and I don't know why, right? Exactly. Maybe it's because I'm being called to that literally by the stars or literally by something that I can't explain. Yeah, you just um, feel your energy feels amazing there and you just feel mm-hmm. called to it and you feel like home. Yes, exactly. I was sharing with Lunaria that uh, on IG I follow this account called Ancestro Mexico. And um, it's beautiful to see that they're kind of connecting people, especially people like Mexican-Americans from the U.S. who go travel yeah. to Acumal, to Mexico, to get these traditional, you know, Aztec, Mayan ceremonies, rituals Just done. Really like weddings, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, like, you know, celebrations of birth. It's huh. really beautiful. Um, and it's nice to know that there's very native spiritual communities that are open. And are helping. still practicing it. Yeah. very lively and are sharing it with others that's right sharing um, it whether yeah. they come from mexico descent or not just mm-hmm. like i said because we have so many past lives yeah. so if you feel called i know you know it's just just in general religion and culture and ethnicity and race is just a very interesting topic mm-hmm. um 
because overall, um, sometimes we tend to have different names, but it tends to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that kind of falls even with some beliefs. Um, so it's really, really cool to see like some cultures merge. And when you go learn about a new culture that isn't yours and you see the similarities between your own culture and another culture, and then you realize the world isn't so big. Like I thought we're no. more united than we thought. Yeah, that interconnectedness, yes. you know. Those it, bridges that you yes. kind of build uh, between cultures. Um, it's just amazing because it makes you it makes you think like, wow, what happened back then? That like mm-hmm. so many things are interconnected and so similar. Um, it yeah. almost and it makes you feel like home. And sometimes you find places that, like you said, you long for for that same reason because it's very similar to what you grew up with. And you're mm-hmm. like, wow, maybe in this lifetime I got something a bit similar. And it's literally in your DNA. Yeah, it's in your DNA ancestral knowledge. So I think it's very important that we all at least try to connect to our ancestors because, and we're going to be ancestors in many ways. We are ancestors yeah. right now. Like we are somebody's ancestor, you know, and we can connect to them in the spirit realm and this guided meditation that Cecilia is going to get us through. Um, I believe they're also your angel guide sometimes. Like when you mm-hmm. feel unsafe, my mom always told me that growing up. Yeah. Can I you think- talk about your angel? Yeah. So my protection, like just, Specifically, because I know you can work with different guides for different reasons. But whenever I feel the need to call for protection or safety or comfort, I call for my great grandma. Um, I had already a feeling that she was my one of my ancestors that was, you know, watching over me. And then I had a friend who astral projected. And then one day she just randomly came up to me and was like, hey, you know, this very older feminine energy uh, came to me in like astral or whatever. And I just thought of you. And it's just, she's very, very like powerful and she just wants you to know, like, she saw everything that happened after because it was a very dark time after she had passed. And it just made, it was almost like, how do you know this stuff? I never told you any of this. Oh so ever since then, I 100% now just call straight from her, like, great grandma. Like, and I know oh. that she's not a feminine energy um, because she made it very clear, like, she looks for me. She let my, my friend know, she said she looks for me in the embodiment of who i was on earth but that's not me anymore i've been so many people Mm -hmm. i'm an energy in a way so like a light Mm -hmm. so now i'm like okay so now every time i see light or like i'll see flashes of light or anything like that that's how i will connect with my ancestor they'll give me signs and so then i know they're there i feel it and so then i just like i'm safe you know Mm -hmm. i myself i'm still practicing how to learn how to work with other ancestors because believe it or not not all ancestors have your best interest at heart yeah um a lot of us tend to forget that just going on a little yes, ramble here. Yes, let us know. Um, I actually recently learned that your ancestors, um, which should have been common sense for me, but for whatever <laughs> reason, it didn't cross my mind. Yeah. That your ancestors were human at one point, and mm. humans are flawed. Mm. So even though they pass, it doesn't necessarily mean they learned all their lessons. That could exactly. be the reason why you are here now, because like mm. you said, you could be a past version of of yourself just mm-hmm. now living now currently if that makes sense right so it's it, it could even be an old version of you that didn't learn a lesson from a past life and is now kind of tapping uh, in like i've had like a friend being embodied and yeah i life. have a friend that had like a past life reading and the lady told him like you know the reason why they were struggling with certain relationships and stuff like that not to go into deep but the reason they had been struggling with finding like a stable relationship and so is because they had really not the best of luck with love and romantic relationships um, and domestic relationships and past lives. And so though mm. that energy was so tuning literally their in, past life energy was, was tuning in them. because <gasps> they were stressed. They were almost like still a PTSD kind of thing going uh-huh. on with past souls because mm. it still happens. Like, yeah, they're in limbo sometimes, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah so I'm like, this makes sense. And people are like, what the yeah. fuck? So you got to set boundaries. <laughs> a lot of people don't uh. know that, but you got to set boundaries mm-hmm. with your ancestors. So keep yes. that in mind when doing this meditation or any kind of ancestral magic, you have to set boundaries yeah. and work with the one that you specifically feel comfortable and need something from mm-hmm. and can work with mm-hmm. because not all of them are uh, going to give you what you need yes exactly i'm like snapping to that <laughs> <laughs> and then on top of that you know when we work with our ancestors cecilia says it very nicely we have to work with uh reciprocity english reciprocity when you reciprocate oh yeah you oh, know yeah. reciprocation yeah. i'll say that again we have to work with reciprocation yep um we have to give for what we get, right? Because then that's what makes ancestors unsettled, you know. It's a transaction. It's a transaction. Yeah. And we have to always remember when we put out energy, like, 
when we take energy, we have to put it out. It's a currency. Unequal yeah. exchange cause unbalance. Right, right, and that can lead to you know, Tension. I guess the darker side. You know, yeah, un- unwarranted shadow work. Like it's just there coming. You go. That's <laughs> it's coming for you, but you're not ready for it. So, yeah. um, and that's a great thing about working with your ancestors too. Mm. That you can kind of get tips on and some advice for your shadow yes. work and insight. Because sometimes so many people feel alone mm-hmm. on their spiritual journey. And so being able to tap in with your ancestors will make that journey feel less lonely. Yes. It reminds us that someone has walked that We're connected path. and yeah. we're with them and they're with us. Oh, and yeah. That's so beautiful. So next time you feel like saying I'm all alone, like, nah. You're never alone. <laughs> really not. Even if it's the ancestor no, that is. wants you to fulfill their dreams. Yeah. They want to fulfill their dreams through you. You're not alone. <laughs> Yes, I love it when your ancestors, you know, those memes when they're like, oh, your ancestors are watching you do stupid shit. Oh my gosh. And then they're they're just looking at you with a disappointed face. Oh my goodness. Emotional damage. They're out there. Emotional damage. Seriously, they're out there. Yeah, you're never alone. That's, Mm -hmm. we have been here way too many times. Yeah. And even if you were a new soul, Mm -hmm. um, there is still something out there. Like there is a hundred percent. Like I I just don't believe anybody here is on their own. No, we all have a reason to be here. We're all one in a way. So yes, there's no mistakes. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to lead into Cecilia's meditation. Yeah. It is so beautiful. It takes you really deep into yourself. So we do recommend that you do it at home or somewhere where you're really comfortable. I know people like to listen to podcasts while driving, you know, maybe this, If you're driving, skip 10 minutes ahead. We're going to talk about Mystical Market and how our February turnout went. Cupid's Bash. That was a lot of fun. So we do want to touch on that. But um, we really want to just kind of give some knowledge that was shared with us about how to tap into that. And because, you know, we know why it's important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We we know why we should do it. Uh, But maybe some people might not know how to. So this is just one great way. Yeah, there's various ways, but this is just one great way that you can kind of start off that journey. Yeah, thank you, Cecilia, again thank for the you lecture. So much. It helps bring a lot of things to light, and then this meditation, like Lunaria said, will help you actually practice. It's one way of practicing something. You know, take it, um, learn from it, share it. This and is change amazing. it to your own, how it works for you. You know, everyone's yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I'm so excited for you to listen to this. Uh, Cecilia has such a soothing voice. She leads you. Very uh, detailed, mm-hmm. very step-by-step. Love it. Super easy, super simple. Yeah, so it's about 10 minutes long. So make sure you have 10 minutes to really get into that space. And if you don't, uh, feel free to just listen to it lightly or skip ahead. Yeah, we'll see you in 10 minutes. Hey, I'm Cecilia, and this is a meditation to guide you in connecting with your ancestors through your DNA. First things first, let's take a few deep cleansing breaths. And as you breathe in and out, just relax your body. Relax your eyes, maybe close them. Relax your jaw, relax your shoulders and settle into your body. Feel how your body feels. How does your skin feel? How do your eyes feel? How does your hair feel on your skin? And when you're ready, I'm going to invite you to set your intention with the benevolent ancestors that you wish to connect with. Remembering that it's very important to only connect with the benevolent ancestors. And when you're ready, after having stated your intention silently or aloud. I invite you to sink deeper onto the floor, the bed, the couch, the grass, 
wherever it is that you are, sink deeper. And as you sink deeper, see yourself under a spinning night sky full of stars, settling into a beautiful place on the earth. And once you're ready, see a light come out from your heart, from the center of your heart. This is a beautiful light. And it's going to guide you into a mother cell, a stem cell, you could say. In the core of your heart, where it will unlock genetic secrets, magic, and abilities for you, with you working in tandem. So let this light guide you into that cell, that mother cell. It'll take you into the nucleus where all the DNA is coiled and it'll show you gently but rapidly different parts of your genetics that it will now unlock for you. As this happens, be open to any images, sounds, messages, or inspirations that come to you, knowing that these inspirations can come only from a place of pure, unconditional love, nothing else. I'll give you some time to receive any initiations, downloads, or inspirations or insights that come to you now. With these inspirations, prayers, hopes, and dreams that may have come to you, as well as magical abilities and initiations and all sorts of goodness, I invite you to seal in these genetic shifts in a way that is reversible, should you wish it to be. But let's seal in all the positive aspects and the positive aspects alone of this epigenetic meditation. And we're going to do this with green light, vibrant green light in all hues, rippling, almost like an impressionist painting.
these dappled green hues ripple and they represent all of the places upon this earth where our ancestors have walked, the benevolent ancestors. Let this green energy, this green light, seal in all the positivity that you have gained and learned in this meditation. And when you're ready, gently come back to your body. Okay, cool. So that was the meditation by Cecilia. Thank you so much. That was amazing. That was so awesome. Um, it just really helps me sink into myself. I literally felt like I was in myself. Like I got a vision of kind of stars and darkness and it felt like I was in my body. Yeah, like <laughs> really a thousand meta. versions of me. Mm-hmm. Almost. That's what it felt like tapping into like a thousand versions of me. I love that. This is just a great way for any beginner that's kind of curious or just a little bit interested in kickstarting their uh, not even just spiritual journey, their ancestral magic mm-hmm. journey, because there's a lot of power there. And I think a lot of people, you know, sleep on that. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of tarot readers, when I get my cards read, mm-hmm. they work with their ancestors. Yeah. And sometimes yes. they're her so well practiced and so well in tuned um that they can reach out to your ancestors yes. and talk to your ancestors through the reading it's like mm-hmm. and they know things that like only you would know or even that you feel that you might yeah. not even cognitively know mm-hmm. but that you emotionally know if that makes sense yeah when it gives you chills it's real <laughs> when it gives you chills yeah. i've worked those with those bumps um, a reiki master uh Lydia, shout out to the Pink Moon Crow. <laughs> I love her. I love her. She's so great. Um, and she has brought up my ancestors in sessions before that just like, I just start to cry because I'm like, how does she know? And yeah, yeah it was crazy. You don't feel really so great. alone. Not at it, all. It te- yeah. Think of it almost like a teen, an entourage yes. of people ready to do in a way your spiritual makeup, hair, get everything, <laughs> You get you yes. ready for your journeys. And they're also your cheerleaders mm-hmm. as well as your football defense they're like everything they're like helping yeah. you block obstacles in a way um passing you the ball giving you the light and light but then they're also cheering you on and then they're also prepping you and they're hyping you up like the coach yeah in the locker room so take it as it is you're almost like a celebrity mm-hmm. in their eyes you're their golden child they just want you to succeed as long as the ancestors you're working with are ones that do have your best interest at heart yeah Yes, um, exactly that, right? Know who you're working with always. Yeah. Because sometimes I think we jump into things and we're not sure. And it, maybe it's not your ancestor. Yeah, you got to be careful. Even back to just regular relationships. Some people mm. just, the moment we don't feel so lonely, mm-hmm. we jump in regardless of what that kind of company looks like. And that That's can right. fall back onto ancestors as well. Mm. Um, sometimes we might be so desperate for a solution in our lives. Sometimes mm. we might feel like we need these kinds of results. We're struggling with manifestation. There's magic being done. I mean, I need protection. So we kind of just jump on the first ancestor that might reach out to us. Um, but we got to remember and keep in the back of our minds that not all of them have the same intentions and i respect working with ancestral magic the same way i would respect if i were to work with the ouija board Mm -hmm. you have to be careful because it is another realm that we don't know of Mm -hmm. presently Mm -hmm. our soul knows but we don't know like our physical self so let's just be careful with that Mm -hmm. not that nothing to be scared of huge but it just could not give you the best experience and it could scare you off from mm-hmm. wanting to continue. Exactly. Uh, so it's not being scared. It's just being That prepared. anything will physically happen or anything yeah. like that to you. It's just that you might have to go through lessons you didn't want to go through. You might have to, <laughs> like you mentioned earlier, be pushed into shadow work you weren't ready mm-hmm. to face. Because remember, some ancestors might want the best for you, but they might just be a little bit too persistent. They might be pushing Got you. It. They might want you to get it done because they might just be that Aries energy. You know, we don't know their zodiacs. Yeah. We don't know their birth charts from That's previous right. lives. They might be like, hey, you know, you didn't You're a cancer TV. and you got an Aries on you. I know I have that. That's like on, your ass. on my ass. That's like get it right <laughs> Who's now. Who's Aries in your life? 
I honestly think my great grandma had to have had some Aries oh. uh, energy because my dad is an Aries and it's just way too alike mm. to her. And they are literally what Aries are explained. Mm. A fireball. Action oriented. Huh? Action. They're going to say they're going to do it. They're going to do it. And they did it. At that point, just consider it done. The nice. moment it comes out of their mouth, it's already it's already been done. It's already <laughs> I been love done. that. That's like true manifest. That's not even oh, yeah. manifest. They don't let it manifest. They just yeah. do it. That ram. <laughs> they just do it. They get what they want. So true that. That's another great tip too. Maybe mm. you can even look into like, mm-hmm. the, like where it. You know, you mentioned like around the world, certain placements of, with astrology and stuff. Uh, the you, wherever your ancestors are from, you can yeah. kind of see that kind of astrology energy from the time in that. Because everything has a birth. Everything mm-hmm. that, I'm sorry, everything has a chart that has a birth time. Mm-hmm. So if you could see, you know, the birth of that country, of that, you yes, know, you can see the energy exactly. that was around that time when your ancestors were there. Yeah. What they were learning, the lessons that they maybe didn't end up finish mm-hmm. learning that maybe might be what, because sometimes it might be what you need to learn in this lifetime because, again, it could be you mm. that's just coming now mm-hmm. to finish what you started. The mission, yeah. You're here yeah. to finish the mission. Got it. Oh, I love that. And you're so right. Like, I've seen uh, astrologers do that. Take, like, Mexico's birth chart, for example. Oh, yeah, the United explain States. why it's, like, mm-hmm. a very popular cuisine. It's literally in its chart. Really? To be sociable and, like, likable. Don't, co- like, I don't remember the house Is it a Libra? <sighs> yes, Libra something. It's But it's, I w- it's I would... somewhere in its chart where, like, it makes it... <sighs> what house? The 10th uh, house? I think... So. Public. I, don't don't quote me on this, but I know for sure the astrologer kind of, like, put it in a house and with a sign that, yeah, went with, like, reputation and cuisine, specifically. Maybe it had some Taurus... I want to say like, it probably had Taurus. Aspects with... And Libra. definitely either Capricorn or 10th house or mm-hmm. Saturn, because mm-hmm. that's reputation. So, um, so, yeah, like you said, there's an astro chart of every, a birth of everything. Yeah, Literally. everything that has a birth has yes. an astrology chart. Like, it can... Your relationships... Yes. Your that's insane. Yes, everything like everything that comes to fruition, like a start time yeah. that was really impactful for you. That's a whole chart within itself. Like that, take that day and time of that really important event and look at the chart. Like why not? That is so interesting because yeah. you can, because you know the the future is always change and subject mm-hmm. to change and stuff. It that's a huge misconception with birth charts. Yeah, that people think like once it's set on the chart, it's like set in stone. No, it's written in the stars. And no. the thing is that there's. We jump from timeline to timeline. Don't even get me started on the, <laughs> yeah. on quantum physics. Yeah. We jump from timeline to timeline when we're manifesting. So in mm-hmm. a sense, th- that energy is changing as well. Like that birth chart energy and results are kind of changing as you're changing timeline to timeline. That's how I view it. Yeah. So sometimes that's why some countries, like you know, started off an amazing and then they have some really, really destructive or very sad mm. thing happen when they were maybe like, you would never expect that. This country was supposed to be this super mm. social and stuff like that. And then they'll have very... You know, so it makes you think, like, it's just, time is so fluid. It is. So, astrology is so interesting to learn because, like I said, it's always changing. And when you're learning, don't get scared that that's how it's going to go. Like, my relationship is going to be like that. It just gives you insight on what you might need to work on, focus on, and what you don't really need to put that much energy into. Yeah, I love astrology. It's a whole science. It really is. And I know and it takes ancestors a while to, use like, that. even understand. Yeah. So, like, be patient. With oh, yeah. I know what uh, Aztec and Mayans 100% mm-hmm. use oh, astrology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's huge for them. Yes. And I mean, astrology, there's even like different types of astrology. Don't even get us started. Like, oh, there's well, all over the world. Oh, my goodness. There's like, Chinese, there's African, the Vedic, there's. Yeah, like Indian astrology. So many know. awesome teachers and mm-hmm. gurus around the world that were just so knowledgeable and but just to say that it's used everywhere and that's and that something those that those could us. be your ancestors yeah exactly that connects us further like it just goes to show that you know all of this isn't a bunch of uh brouhaha right like people yes. like to say like it's it really is connected it's almost not the same thing but overall we are one it just mm-hmm. it just comes back to the conclusion that we are one yeah yeah as cheesy as it sounds it's as cheesy true. as it sounds we are all one <laughs> we really are there's like studies with different that labels show, yeah there's studies that show you stare i think into somebody's eyes for two minutes straight like you will completely connect with them yes. no matter where or what language they speak where they are from the world or like, how you long you've known them. their humanity yeah. unless they're a narcissist but <laughs> or psycho yeah i know unless they're psychotic or the roses or not to laugh, but, you know, then it's really hard to that connect would be awkward. with somebody. Yeah, that'd be fucking awkward. But otherwise, we, we can It's just crazy. Each other. And yeah. that we could feel each other's energy, too. Yeah. So, like you said, 
many people have said scientists have said energy cannot be destroyed Mm -mm. so that energy that was once our ancestors walking this earth is out there Mm -hmm. and it's still watching over us um sometimes some ancestors we haven't even fully connected with we haven't even connected at all with and they're there they're like a hidden little box a pandora box you know and so you know just tapping into just what cecilia offered it just really really helps you get that key in to Mm. open that pandora box yeah, you know what I mean. I love that. Yeah, she's helping guide us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interconnecting. So just overall, um, I think astrology, ancestry, all that just kind of links together, and you can learn so much when you use those tools mm-hmm. uh, together. I wanted to circle back to reciprocation and giving our ancestors, you know, that our energy and our time. Like, what are ways to reciprocate when we're working with our ancestors? Right when we ask for their help, for their protection, for their knowledge, like what are ways that we can help back? So a lot of this is going to be intuitive. I feel like you would receive a message from the ancestor and sometimes we're not fully tapped in, but we want to try. I think great ways of giving back are giving pieces of yourself, giving, you know, lighting a candle, uh, taking that time. Sometimes I'm not going to lie, I cut some hair, you know, cut a little bit of hair, Uh, ancestors of blood. We as women produce it monthly. I love that you brought that up because I did because it, it's, it's put it true. on the soil. I yes, heard. thank you. Um, People think it's weird, but it's like no, it's, it's so it's, spiritual. It's healing. Yeah, that blood is very healing. Like you we know, have it was used in, 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 in spells and stuff. Yeah, it's like literal once a month, and we liquid survive. magic, liquid magic that comes out of us um, for creation, right? Like. It's just so beautiful. So imagine how impactful that could be for an ancestor. Yeah, it um, comes from the portal that gives life. Yeah, That's how I see it. Yeah, so if you have a, fa- a favorite tree in the backyard, if you plant yep. something for an ancestor. Hey, Some, I-, um, I was going to say, uh, just throw that in there because I'm a crystal shop owner. If you have any crystals mm-hmm. that you maybe want to, you feel like serve their purpose with you or you want to maybe give back the earth. You know, they're yes. made on the ground. They're made in earth. Yes. They want, you know, giving it back. Amazing. That's a great way that you can give back. To your ancestors. And I love that you said the crystals in this. You know what? I, when I see a plant doing really poorly, I will put some crystals in it. Oh, I I love that. I will be like, you need a little bit. Yes. You know, put, it depends on the vibe of what crystal I choose. But I mean, they even use crystals for for surgery because of the vibration. So, although maybe the doctors don't believe in the metaphysical properties, there's obviously some kind of vibration energy going on because they use it. In surgeries to cut and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So literally being used in science. Yeah. So <laughs> it could do wonders for ancestral magic. Um, you could even work with crystals. Um, that pertain like are pertain to where your ancestors are from. So yeah. if you have any ancestors in the Dominican Republic, Larimar would be Larimar would be amazing for you to work with. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know. I love that you brought that up because we're here in North America. I always try to try to pay attention to what crystals are. Obsidian home to is a good yes. one. Here. Yes, obsidian. I work with black a lot obsidian. of obsidian. Yeah, um, you Some know, rainbow clear obsidian. quartz, uh, yeah. labradorite. Is actually selenite huge. as well too. Yeah, labradorite is huge yeah, here. Yeah, there's it's huge a lot of uh, wow. labradorite pockets in North America. I know. Um, rose quartz huge in Africa. Mm. Um, so if you have like ancestors from Africa, which are it's amazing, very very powerful culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so that energy over there, wow, yeah, working with the rose quartz. Um, I believe there is. Uh, in Australia, mukite. Yeah. Yeah, yes. you get some. Uh, if you got any like, because I know there's uh natives in 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 Australia. The Aboriginals. Yeah, mm-hmm. Aboriginals. Yeah, you can work with mukite. Mm-hmm. Um, just amazing. Just even crystals. Everything can just. Food. Food mm-hmm. is a huge Thank you for bringing thing that, for ancestors. That even past me. Like, Dia de los, Dia los Muertos. Muertos. Yes, yeah. dude. Uh, tradition, you know, the marigold flowers and uh, the food. Leaving food Leaving out. the favorite drinks, food of... Leaving a little... Uh, yeah. I, have a, I have a close friend. I'm going to shout her out. She uh, recently, for her altar, left a little tequila shot for her uh, brother who passed. Oh. And it was gone in two days. <gasps> Yeah. Se lo tomo. Yeah. Se lo acabo. That so it's like, how, it, the belief is that that's how they find they, the smell of the food mm. that you leave out for them will light the way back to your, like, your home. So it's just such a beautiful tradition. And it just comes to show how cultural. Mm-hmm. Like luau's. Luau's yes, in Kauai yes. are, you know, for natives. It's just amazing. Like, mm-hmm. 
you go to you know the Middle East, they have so much rich culture, mm-hmm. and it ranges from country to country. They're not all the same. Like Morocco is very, very, very different. Yeah. From um, you know, let's say like um, Saudi Arabia, just the culture, everything is just so extremely like there's similarities like mm-hmm. Guatemala and Mexico. But right. it, it's their own way of getting in touch with their ancestors. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful because you're honoring them the way that they celebrated life when they walked and roamed this earth. That's so beautiful. Well said. And that leads me to say, like, we're definitely going to have to do a Dia de los Muertos oh, yes. podcast and figure that out. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And traveling. I'm like, oh, you got me excited with dropping all these names and countries, you know, yep. reconnecting with your yeah, ancestors through seriously. time and space. How beautiful. Even... Connecting with maybe ancestors that you feel like you didn't have. Mm-hmm. You just There's lessons to learn all over the world. Yeah. You're here to learn those lessons. If you didn't grow up with a culture or a tradition, know that you have that in you. Yeah. Literally written in your DNA. You are from and this you world. you can bring it out. Yeah. yeah. I've always believed that I am from Earth, not a ci- one a world specific citizen. Place. Yeah. I'm, I'm a world like, citizen. Yes. That's yes. beautiful, Alex. <laughs> I love that. I'm a world citizen. Yes. The world is ours. Culture goes very hand in hand with ancestry. Mm, um, mm-hmm. just because that's that's followed whether the culture stayed the same or not it, it mm-hmm. does derive from that ancestry of course right music Everything, festivals yeah. a lot of it. food, food like, traditions yes. looks mm-hmm. features yeah. you know like, celebrating that yes, yes. especially since too. they're not right and you know now that you brought that up that's a great way to, to celebrate your ancestors is celebrate their features yeah I you know yes. I, you know a lot of the time we grow up maybe not wanting to be where we're from if, mm. if you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and so grow like as you start getting older and you want to appreciate your ancestry, just start appreciating those features. Yeah. Start appreciating the maybe the words that came from the dialect or the mm-hmm. original language your ancestors spoke that then kind of shifted, but really appreciate those words and mm-hmm. that they came from so long ago. A couple that was traveling, they went to, I believe it was, Tanzania. It was either Tanzania or. Yeah, I want to say it was Tanzania, maybe. Um, and they stayed with a tribe mm-hmm. that still hunted with spears. Ah. And they had no communication with, like... The, not no communication, but very limited. Like, only a few went into town and mostly always came back. Mm-hmm. But it was almost like they never advanced with the rest of society, mm-hmm. but in a very beautiful way. Yeah, They're so in tune with so nature. With the, the way their bodies can handle extreme temperatures and, like exercises and kind of like just absolutely amazing that there's still tribes out there that are still super connected mm-hmm. to their ancestors and it's almost like their ancestors reincarnated yes yeah. i love that oh well thank you again cecilia i feel like we thanked her 10 times i could keep just thanking so, her this is just an interesting <laughs> topic her. because it is it's worldwide it is worldwide i mean it's it applies it's to universal. every culture it's all of yeah. us right like Anyone Even universal, yeah, because we don't know what's out there. Yeah. And they have ancestors alien, of their yeah, own. Exactly, they have ancestors. They have, like, they have a do. past. Mm-hmm. We all do. We all do, and we're all connected, and we can all tap into that. Like, we all have this magic in us, so don't ever doubt that. Yeah. It's yeah. in your fucking DNA. Like, you are magical. If you are magic. Earth and you're a being, like, you're connected to a bunch of other beings, Believe and that. Even the world though you want to be magic. a lone wolf, you are not a lone wolf. Yep. Like, that shit does not exist. You have a whole pack with you. <laughs> exactly. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> you just are the uh, leader yeah. in this lifetime. Yeah. I love that. You're the alpha. You're the alpha of your pack. Or because the alpha is always protected, too. Mm-hmm. It makes sure that if the alpha's okay, then the rest of the pack's okay. And so that's mm-hmm. technically what it is. So take that with you. That you're yeah. the alpha. Um, making sure that your life is good you know you yeah. navigate it to be yeah with the help of people who love you unconditionally yeah. yes. and speaking on magic um yeah. we kind of wanted to dive into our mystical market mm-hmm. that we just had in february yeah it's friday now what's today the 18th 19th today i believe it is the 18th of february yeah. so it's been a few days a few days and you know um we had a photo booth at that market. It was on the Super Bowl, but thankfully we had a turnout. Yeah. Vendors were amazing. Everyone as always. was super sweet. It the vibe there. I mean, as soon as you're a block or two away, you can feel oh, it. Oh yeah. We've been told you can feel it, right? Like Yeah. Energy's been our number one like compliment. Mm-hmm. We love the energy here. Like and that's and technically that's our biggest goal. Right. Um, because it's a curated market. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we really just want to focus on making sure that the vendors, it's not just that I'm here to sell. It's an experience as well. 
Exactly. You're part of your community. You're being supported by the vendor to the left of you and to the right of you. Mm-hmm. It's a micro economy, right? Yeah. Like we're all helping each other. Yes. And uh, that's huge. It's exactly. just the money's kind of flowing between the vendors. So it's like you're without even knowing it, supporting each other. Yes. Financially and create creatively. Yeah. Because you're create. The word yeah. slipping Creat- on me. Creatively. Creatively. There you go. Yeah. Creatively. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're helping them creatively because you're able to support their talent. Like, mm-hmm. apart from just being able to make that sale, yeah, just being like, wow, that art piece sold. Or I spent three hours making that jewelry piece and it sold and now it's going to be worn on someone's neck. Yeah. It, it's, so it went to someone and I, I will never see that piece again physically in my hands, but mm-hmm. it's going to a great home. That's how I always feel about my crystals or things I make. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, it's going to someone and it's going to have, like, a great adventure. And like, you know, I hope it brings you the purpose that you wanted it to bring it. And it's a beautiful environment because the market just creates a space where mm-hmm. I can buy locally sourced products from, you know, vendors who are trying to, like me, step out of that maybe um, corporate lifestyle or whatever. And they want it. vendors like me who want to thrive on their passions and their creations and have a reason to get up every day and feel good. Um, and get paid to do it. Yeah, and make have, like, a, a living hobby, off you know? of it. I think not everyone. I don't think it's for everyone to oh, go out. Oh, because running a business hobbies. is right. You gotta be. <laughs> but if you have the ambition and the work ethic to run the business and the motivation and the passion, exactly. I think that we're in an environment with people who are like minded in that sense and want to just thrive as a small business. And so we're trying to just create a safe, fun space to do that. Pretty much so that people and connections can. exactly. Now yeah, I have no business. Now I have a crystal connections. connection. You know, Adriana has me on all my tumbles. If I wanted, you know, a different type of jewelry style, I have jewelry connections. I have, you know, uh, different food connections, vendors. You know, spell jars, a uh, tarot readers. Like I know what three, four tarot readers now from our market. So wow, think about it in that way. Like wow, I've met so many different. And tarot is huge right now. Yeah, so different, and I've connected with all of them. Like amazing amazing tarot yeah. readers on our market and you just do all your mystical shopping in one place you don't have mm-hmm. to just do one metaphysical shop which is amazing you know support the metaphysical shops around you mm-hmm. um but if you want to support local vendors and kind of s- spread like the financial support the the support for the creatives just around yeah. the markets are great for that it's just in a your bunch community. of vendors like yes. you can get sage and like right next to them crystals and right next to them candles mm-hmm. for intentions and then spell jars and jewelry and it's just amazing because it's all in one place you can get a tarot reading there mm-hmm. it's almost like you could do your weekly errands like your yeah, sunday your, errands your weekly limpia your weekly the, witchy errands yeah. your limpias your tarot readings exactly. your Gather crystal shopping you your need. tools Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just a great way to spend a sunday right i think so it's a really um, great group of people that come out and show out and and you're going to find new businesses mm-hmm. to support. Um, I know that, like I said, like it's mentioned before, um, the witchy, like, you know. Oh, my gosh. Excuse me. We're trying to record a podcast. Hey. We'll cut from there. Hey. Outside. Go outside. Go outside. <laughs> Go quiet real quick. Go outside. Those are future bloopers. (laughs) So, like I mentioned before, the Mm -hmm. um, witchy occult community, and I guess you can agree with me, like Mm -hmm. just crystal, tarot, astrology, it's been here before for years and years. Yeah, of course. But it has been uh, more now than ever. Mm-hmm. More accepted society. It's, right. I've seen it. Like social media. People, people right? used like... to be skeptics are now curious. Mm. Um, might have not ju- jumped to full believers, but they're curious. Yeah. You know, they jumped from that line from power and masses. To... I think social media had a lot Huge. to do with that. Um, and so I think these markets really do help, especially mm-hmm. after COVID. So many people touched into their spirituality. It and insp- I know I did with me. Mm-hmm. It inspired me to open a spiritual metaphysical shop. Yeah. How cool. Um, Same. I mean, you. I yeah. was in the pandemic and i uh was just so in love with crystals i was in home you know we had to be quarantined inside so it was like i want to spend my time with these energetic and then your rocks yeah you're a kid inside not going to school not going to work Mm -hmm. oh like you're a kid yeah you're a grown adult but in a way think about it you're in in, you're inside all day no school no work during that quarantine it's like a kid 
Mm-hmm. All you can do is watch Netflix, watch TV, eat yeah. food, yeah. play video in games. A box. So in a way, we all kind of tapped into our childhood energy. And I think that's why this like surge of like doing spells and crystals. And it started like that. Mm-hmm. It started like that. And I think so many people, obviously there's some that did it for the trendy stuff. It's it, We get it. But a lot of people... How can I incorporate this more into, into my, my life? lifestyle? Yes. And it became a lifestyle mm-hmm. for people. It's my life now. Right. I can't, I can't even remember before I was even spiritual. Like, I can't believe I lived like that. Mm. And I know it's like that for a lot of people now. Like, yeah. after quarantine, like, I can't, I can't believe I used to live without doing money jars. Mm-hmm. What? Like, money jars? We got to have a whole podcast for that. But <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what I love about yeah. the mystical. Overall, you're going to learn that knowledge, knowledge because the vendors there are, like, so lovely. Mm-hmm. They share that with you. Like, what best to learn from the people who have been doing it for years? Yeah. They got this. They they're, got um, this. They're, they're your peers, you know? Yeah. It's the community. They make up the community we call home. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's just a good space to meet like-minded individuals who are just trying to support each other yeah. and... Have a good life. <laughs> and it's just overall something fun like to do on the weekend. Yes, exactly. It's tough out there. So. And it's curated, so. Let's enjoy life as much as we can. <laughs> and you'll meet people with the same interests as you. Yes. Which is what I love the most. I mean, like I said, it's really connections. Mm-hmm. Either vendors, maybe it'll inspire you to open up. Yeah. A store yourself. Exactly. And one day you Grow could be community. vending with us. Right, exactly. Oh, I love that. Being inspiration for yeah. people. I know, I know. I've met some uh, customers that joined. I think they... Went the first event and then applied, I believe, wow. for our second mystical market. So it was really cool to see, like Metaver actually, yeah. our our, yeah, our co-host Metaver Miscellaneous, yeah. she actually started markets uh, with mystical. I mm-hmm. believe that's I don't know if she showcased there or like an, an event or two before, but I know doing the markets and really, when we had started building mysticals when she really had started to like okay let me take my shop serious mm-hmm. and she built miscellaneous med and now mm-hmm. it is what it is now and it keeps growing and it's just amazing because mm-hmm. even just seeing her little business cards with like the name on it and to think that it was like i was there when it was an idea yeah. and it is the great part of like the mysticals like you're gonna see returning vendors and see each other grow and we because love we that. want to make it a family, a community. Exactly. It's not just like a... A growing community, yes. not a closed one. We're not trying to like push people out or keep it limited. Like There's Very space inclusive. for all of us. You know, We're trying to make room. Right now, if you've been to one of our markets, you know it's at Casa 723 in Fullerton. Um, we build a rapport with Linda. I mean, you, Adriana, right? Like She's such a great um, host and person in her community. Latino super involved um, yeah she actually helps organizations to fund like businesses of vendors and be able to support them like i believe she's in another organization for native american women um just super super involved with the community which is why i love the location as well yes because uh it's people who are doing something for the community around them and it's they're supporting back yes the vendors that show up there yeah you know 100 percent. so we love them and our next market is actually going to be there on March 20th, 2022. It's going to be celebrating Ostara. And the spring equinox, the beginning of spring. Yes. Um, Do you want to talk about the history of Ostara really quick? Yes, actually. So Ostara is, I believe, a pagan goddess. It mm-hmm. was someone that was worshipped. It was an entity um, that it still is, still is in parts of the world. But she is actually the reason for Easter. So a lot of the huge misconception is, um, and let me just make this very clear. I have a huge anthropologist within me. I'm pretty sure I was an anthropologist <laughs> in some part of my past life because mm-hmm. any kind of religion is interesting to me. I feel like they all have their valid reasons. Um, so this is not, you know, to discredit Christianity or I believe Catholicism because I'm not sure. I'm not very big on yeah. either, but I believe it's Catholicism. Excuse me. Yeah, it's yeah. Catholicism. So I'm not huge, huge on um, that, but... Um, not to discredit them, but mm-hmm. the real tradition where it derives from was that there was a Catholic pope that sent out some missionaries to go to uh, a land where there's pagans. You know, they mm-hmm. still kind of ruled that area. It was still the main religion practice and everything, mm-hmm. or the main practice practice. And so <clears throat> he told them, you know, I see that they celebrate a spring goddess to celebrate, you know. Mm-hmm. Switch it up. Yes, because she represents <laughs> fertility, and this will play. Mm-hmm. A, I'll, I'll I'll circle back to this. She um, she represents fertility. Yeah. 
fertility and just the dawn new beginnings springtime yes everything gets thawed under the snow gets thawed out new fresh new you know everything that was dead comes kind of comes back to life like the rising phoenix almost in a way Mm. so um that's why because she is you know saints with fertility eggs um that's what i was, saying. I was gonna circle yes. back because eggs easter egg hunt yes because i always grew up thinking like what does jesus have to do with eggs it's actually because it was, they were <laughs> celebrating osara she's usually yeah. a hare um, and i mean a hare like a bunny or yeah. surrounded by mm-hmm. hares and bunnies because oh. it tend to have a lot of babies oh. so um he sent them halfway the first time the missionaries got scared and got back mm. because remember they had that misconception of being witches and stuff mm-hmm. um and so then they sent them again and their their whole goal and they did this with christmas too they did this with i believe halloween as well um they did uh they did this they tried maybe but i know they did this with a few holidays where they made it seem like oh we already celebrated that too right. so it was easier to make the uh, pagans assimilate to their exactly. beliefs and their right. Uh, culture and stuff not saying that the people now that believe in captives i mean are doing that now and stuff like that it's it's part of their long time ago it's part of their tradition now too you know they celebrate easter but i just feel like it's a great thing to let everybody know that it is a pagan tradition that's right and that it is celebrated still in a lot of parts of the world and that is what we're planning to do for mystical market market. yeah Yeah. just a new beginning Mm -hmm. um and just celebrating and fertility isn't only just, you know, like having, uh, reproducing like actual babies and stuff. It could be fertility, like abundance. Think of it like mm-hmm. in, in the form of abundance. You're creating life. You're creating something. Right. Art, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. A birth of something Is your new. mind fertile? You know what I mean? That that month to, of creativity and such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's relationships of whatever. It may, like birth, right? A birth of new beginnings. Yes. Just a new beginning. And, you know, I think we all definitely need it after these rough Mm-hmm. past weeks yes. uh with everything that's been going on um, with our neighboring so countries in europe yes um just and just you know shout out to over there because pagans mm-hmm. you know they actually yeah come from over there from ukraine, ukraine lithuania yeah. all those mm-hmm. countries that are kind of caught in you know in the crossfire and literally stuff right now. These, these countries like yeah birthed uh the, people yeah. and the ideas and the ideas that mm-hmm. the symbols that we're celebrating now huge traditions yeah. we have today still. so it will be an honor of them as well definitely yes. will be an honor of mm-hmm. ukraine and stuff just mm-hmm. out of respect and everything but we're so so excited to celebrate this new dawn yeah a new beginning with so all thank these you. amazing vendors thank you to the vendors who are joining us we're so excited yes, and for will... sharing your time and energy yeah we're looking forward to it um so we'll see you hopefully march 20th come hang out with us come shop everything mystical magical feel the vibe just chill talk to us lunaria the mujer and learn some new spells some new advice Mm -hmm. i think that's what i love the most about our market yeah that if i was just a person that was exactly Mm -hmm. i think there's more exchange of knowledge than money at the markets a hundred percent yeah because i feel like if i was someone that was curious but a little bit intimidated to start learning witchcraft or just paganism or spiritualism or because it doesn't have to be witchcraft it could be spiritualism too yeah. um that would be a perfect place to start because you yes. just meet vendors who are so passionate and dedicated their life and job and career to this mm-hmm. they have so much to teach you and they're yeah. more than happy to yeah, everyone at our market's very friendly, very kind, and we're welcoming. You know, we're not going to turn down Definitely anyone. Definitely inclusive. It's a very inclusive um, company. To all religions, all races, yeah. all types of vendors. Doesn't mm-hmm. have to be spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know that just because you don't have a spiritual, holistic kind of shop, doesn't mean you might not live that kind of lifestyle. Exactly. So we're here for the community and to build like this micro economy for the community. We got to be able to feel like we can rely Mm-hmm. on our community and have like our community has our back and we have our communities back yeah exactly so if you are interested in any type of spiritualism and you're just hanging out or supporting your day, local community yeah, yeah. Ha- buying small learning about a new shop you know a little quick mention yeah. is i noticed that there's a lot of communities uniting right now mm-hmm. um and kind of spending the money within their community exactly and i love that i think markets and local vendors and small businesses are like the new economy you're going to be able to get quality stuff Mm -hmm. speak to the person that made it or is selling it to you face to face and ask as many questions as you need and just support your community the community you call home Mm-hmm. exactly doing what they love you know we're supporting art and artists yeah. creativity. entrepreneurs and yeah. first generation and 
just people that are probably have the same dreams as you. Yes. Yeah, and if we you all have, have a dream, same. like, and you want to be a vendor, you could get inspired. Vendor, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we don't, get that we, don't, inspo, we don't discriminate apply. with first time vendors. Not at all. It's actually my favorite because yes. it's almost like we're going to be like your first time experience doing this. Yeah. And our goal is to make it as fun and pleasurable mm-hmm. as possible. Yes, yeah, so we welcome everyone. And we hope to see you soon. Yes, Thank we hope you to have you guys. Thank to... you so much to, for tuning in. Yeah, yeah, episode two. We finally did it. Yes, <laughs> we should be having out. episode three yeah. coming out sooner. We'll be than... better. We'll be better with the timeline and with uh, more yeah. episodes. It's just, you know, um, if you follow us very closely, I'm sure you know. Managing a few projects, <laughs> yeah. so it's a bit hard to balance mm-hmm. them. But I definitely think this podcast is going to be playing a huge role yeah. in our everyday lives now. Yeah, because again, we did it. We have this podcast to share knowledge, to share that feeling of community. Um, we do love guests on our podcast. Yeah. We just want to share voices. Yeah, right? and if so. you ever want to be interviewed or you feel like you have um, something to share with us, uh, just a friendly uh, note that Cecilia um, sent us a recording just out of choice. It wasn't because yeah. she wasn't able to meet up with us. You can do either. You can send us mm-hmm. the information or you can actually come and join us for a very nice cup of tea and a nice chat. Yeah. And we yeah. would love to know about any of your experiences. It doesn't have to be a general knowledge thing. It'd be something you learned yourself yeah. in your journey. Yeah. Whatever that journey may be. Feel free to email us at mysticalmujerespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit us in the DMs on and Instagram, Instagram, Mystical Mujeres. Uh, yeah, find us. You can also, you know, DM Lunaria Crystals, Mujer de Joyas. We or will... Mystical Market. Mystical Market. There you go. There's various ways. There's yes. whatever way you need to reach out you to just, us. You just make sure you put in podcasts somewhere. Yeah, you want <laughs> like to be on here. We'll make it happen. Yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we appreciate your time and your attention. Yeah, and we hope to... Have you join us next time. Yeah, see you soon. Bye. And as always, we wish all of you abundance and bendiciones upon all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in for our second podcast episode of Mystical Mujeres Podcast. And we'll see you on the next one.